page your untitled vintage collection i'm rob and i'm chris and this is episode two of our vintage collection yes yeah uh so if you heard last year that's weird saying that <laughs> so we released a vintage collection teaser episode yes just to see the response um a lot of people liked it especially the people from the uh real red dwarf fan club because it was on red dwarf yeah um, that was kind of the perfect episode to start it off not not yes um if you haven't listened to that go over to our youtube channel we'll add that link in our description box which is now ever growing um <laughs> it was weird one minute it was just us and a couple of like followers like, handle yeah. things and now we've got like this long ass list like of an stuff. eight or page of links to go up <laughs> yeah click on them because it leads you to all <laughs> sorts of wonderful things yes it's wonderful. Um, yeah so firstly go and click go back and listen to uh red dwarf if you're a fan if you're not go and listen to it and you you may enjoy it watch the episode and could become a fan this there's nothing wrong with that um the idea with the vintage collection is so we spoke about this round about this time last year of us doing <laughs> yes it does sound yeah, right <laughs> about doing this thing it was right about february time because i had lots we had that's when we took our break just after a year a lot of things happened that we that couldn't be planned but yeah. things we took a break for a little while yeah yeah a much needed break yes um but we kind of during that time we had visions and ideas of what we want to do and where we want to move forward and uh etc etc now that's starting to happen uh, we've got yeah. new stuff happening this year which is great um the vintage collection is now starting it's on our youtube channel uh you'd know that because you're listening to us on the youtube channel <laughs> so um I, i'm so used to plugging for Spotify and all yeah. that stuff, so it's, it's so weird. Well, we can plug up the other the yeah, main yeah. podcast. So exactly, we, so, me and Rob do a uh, well, our main podcast, which is on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google. Yes, finally on Google, um, which is brilliant. I think we're on that's pretty much every platform. So isn't it? officially, we're on every podcast platform. Excellent. Going, other than Anchor, but that's an app that you then use to get out to where we are. Yeah. So we've done it the opposite way. We set up it. We got it ready. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so if you want to listen to us on that, then go ahead, go listen to this, and then go back and uh, subscribe to us on whatever platform. But just it make is. sure you start from the beginning. Our very first pod was Zombie Land. It was Zombie Land. Um, it was very. We did a different style back yeah, then. Yeah. So we were new, kind of like we'd had dabbled in ideas, and I'd been on a few pods and stuff, and it, we were learning. Yeah, it very like we can tell we just wasn't we were comfortable in the room yes, talking, but, but talk we didn't know how to talk. If you know what I mean. Yes, that's <laughs> it's, right. it's if really you go weird. back, you'll understand that as yeah. well. So like the first three or four episodes are a bit regimented. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. happened then. This happened then. How do we feel about this? Then this happened. Yeah. Now we do a very much more um, freeform style of podcasting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't really. Much. We just there is, turn the mics on and talk. There have been times when we've barely spoken about what we've watched. We've gone back through other things and jumped forwards and backwards, and then we speak. Oh yeah, we did, we did watch this movie, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that happens a lot, as you probably just heard with the Google thing. We, yes, yeah. we've gone all over the place. Yeah, and back so, to where yeah, we started. Yeah, and we still got no further than than saying what we were doing. So, um, <laughs> so that expect that on the podcast. So go to wherever you listen to your podcast platforms on. Type in as you're untitled. All in one word. If that doesn't come up, just put the word podcast after it. So as yet untitled, no spaces, all one word, space, podcast. And then we'll be there. Yep. If you want to buy merch, you can click on our link description. It's underneath. 
and it will be the word merch. Click on that. <laughs> With the vintage collection, the idea was we watch old classics. Yes. And then we talk about them. So it's a bit like our normal podcast when we watch films. But this is classic television. Yeah. Oddly enough, both this the pre-first pod and this one have been old British programmes. Yeah, so don't just think we're doing British shows. Like We are going to do others. It's just because we're from England. It's just what's really this, available. This is our classic yeah. stuff. Like, this is what we grew up watching. And if you have, if you say some of you are some of you are our American fans, yeah. if you have a classic TV show or a favourite episode of a classic TV show you'd like us to check out, send us a message. There's the comment section underneath the video. Yep. Stick it in there. We'd oh, love to hear 100%, from you. 100%, 100%. And it doesn't just have to be like real life actors. If it's anime or anything like, for example, like Digimon or Monster Rancher. Do you remember that? Ooh, so like, yeah. So anything, like basically what was our rule? I think it was from 2000 back. Yes. So, because 2000 was 19, or 20, oh God, 20 <laughs> years ago. I just had heart palpitations saying yeah. that. So, two decades ago, that's. <laughs> don't say that. I let that sink in a little. I know I'm over 30 now, but I yeah. don't need to hear that it's like happened two decades ago. That's freaky, isn't it? That really terrifies so, yeah. me. So, 2000 back. Yeah. Um, anything. So, just tell us what you think. Uh, preferably, we don't mind if it's something, for example, in Japanese. As long as, as, long as there's an English. Translate. But yeah, so we can... As long on. as there's English either dubs or subtitles, we can handle that. Yeah, because there's no point us watching it having no clue. For example, it was something in Welsh. We can't speak Welsh, so we'd have no, no idea what's going on other than visual. <laughs> and... Which would be difficult to describe to the viewer. Exactly. Um, we might as well just watch a silent movie. Do that one. Yeah, though. Charlie Chaplin would be great. Um, but yeah, so today, for episode two, we watched Only Fools and Horses. Mm-hmm. We had a bit of a debate about this. <laughs> for the episode yeah um i think that's the great thing about tv series there's so many classics in a series or over a course of like four or five series yeah, you can go between some like you say classic moments in well this instance this uh, t- particular tv show yeah there's like what handfuls and handfuls of classic episodes that will ring to people's oh, imagination yeah 100 yeah, like so you like this one when they become millionaires yes so the episode's called time on our hands which is the perfect title for what happens when they find the t- the, um, the pocket watch and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that. But the one that always resonates with me is the one when Del falls through the bar. Yeah. Play it cool, play it cool. He leans back on the bar because they've and, moved the bar. Yeah, yeah. The, the um, <laughs> lifts up and he falls. That one or the, um, you know, the exploding dolls. Uh, I think it's Danger UXD or something like that. No. They're going to have the inflatable dolls and they blow up. Oh, no, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. So, like, there's a couple that always remind me of like the go-to ones if it's if someone goes have you seen only force noises have you seen this episode like they're the ones yeah but i think this one is perfect because all the way through every season they've scrimped and scraped like, they've pulled themselves up from practically nothing to i mean everyone has seen a market store that's got those dodgy traders yeah <laughs> yes there's always a couple of traders the market stores they think those products can't possibly work the way they're saying yeah. And Del Boy is pretty much just that kind of salesman. Yeah, he, he's the sort of person that can sell snow to an Eskimo. Yeah. You know, like, that's literally the best way to put him in. I would love to see that happen. Um, trying to convince the Eskimo. I'm trying to snow. think. There's a line that Rodney says in another one. He says, if you fell into a, a pit, you'd walk, uh, a snake pit, you'd come up wearing snakeskin shoes or something. <laughs> like, you're something along them lines. That that describes Del Boy to a T. Yeah. Um, so in this one... A few things have happened from the previous episode. Yeah. 
So it makes sense. You don't have to watch it. No, but they will, they will reference it. Yeah, so it's referred back to what happened. But they don't expect you to guess what it is. They will tell you what's happened in yeah, the previous Yeah, it's not episodes. like hidden, is it? No. Um, I mean, so, yeah, go on. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't hide what's happened beforehand. It's, it's part of the narrative. It's part of what carries it forwards. Yeah, which is helpful in a way because they use that to bunny hop over to the next scene. Yeah. And then they use that to bunny hop to the next scene. Like, it's really clever. And then they move on from that. And then, as they said, the idea is Rodney forgets about it because he's got something to worry about. Yeah. Then they worry about his watch. And it's good, and, carries it forward. Yeah. So it's really, I really like the way that's done. Um, so what happened was uh, Cassandra had a miscarriage in the previous episode. Yeah, and Rodney's not taking it. Obviously, no one takes the loss of a child. No. But Rodney isn't taking it at all. He's going out for walks. He's got staying out late. He's avoided going home, won't speak about it at all. Yeah, he's he shut himself down. Yeah, he says he's so Dell says what what he's doing, and then Rodney confirms that. So yeah. basically, his method in thinking is if he doesn't talk about it, it never happened. It, it didn't happen. Yeah. So which is exceptionally for unhealthy. Like the first quarter of the episode, this is what Rodney's doing. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of ways. So Albert says about doing a counter worry. Uh, he doesn't so explain it very well, though, does he? No, Telling everyone there's a cholera outbreak a cholera on board. Epidemic. <laughs> um, but so, have you got anything? Anything stands out like from this episode? Is is there certain lines or jokes or anything like that? The way Rodney, uh, not Rodney, uh, Dell. <laughs> once Uncle Albert has finished explaining his idea to yeah. to Dell, he he Dell then turns around to Raquel. Is it Raquel? Yeah. And tells her. Uncle Albert thinks we should tell Rodney there's been a cholera outbreak on the, st- the, the housing estate. And it's just, the look on her face is completely confused, like, what? what? Yeah. Um, see, the thing, the thing is, I mean, I've seen it so many times. Like, I know, you know when you can talk the lines, you yeah. know them. Um, but there it goes. During, so Albert's biggest catchphrase is during the war. <laughs> yeah, from bit. like season three upwards um, until... If they could see us, I think if they could see us now was the last one because unfortunately Buster Merrifield died. Which is um, why the next episode. Yeah, becomes... which is yeah, exactly. Um But during his tenure on the show, it was during the war. And then he'd tell a war story and, and whatnot. And here you had Dell threatening to tip <laughs> a cup of tea over his head. If you during during the if you say during the war, I'm tipping this cup of tea over your head. And I then, wasn't going to say that, Mister. Was Mister. Know it or something? Bloody Noel. Bloody Noel. Uh, my granddad used to say that. If someone <laughs> says what, what they thought he was going to say, you go, "Oh, shut up, you Noel." That is, it cracks me up. In fact, the the, um, the uncle goes, "In the conflict between England and Germany between 1930 something and a, 1939 to 1945, 1945 conflict with Germany." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Dale just the, the pulls his lips and he's like, mm. "It's." I just love though. You can tell it's in front of a studio audience because. They've got their they the audience are reacting to what's been said. Yeah. But the actors are reacting back to the audience's reaction. <laughs> so it's it's that pulls in but it's perfect comedy. Well, it allows the audience without actually taking part to take part. Yeah, and it also gives them the same time for the the actors to breathe yeah. while they're laughing to fall back onto in character. I can imagine Uncle Albert, whilst the camera was focused on Del Boy, had a smile on his face after he said oh, that. It must have done. Like he must have done that. I don't think that was one take. No. That can't have been. Like, a lot of this has got to be more than one or two takes. I'd ima- I don't want to jump ahead, but when one of um, Dale faints, <laughs> I'd imagine the first one of the takes was Rodney just laughing his head off at it. 
I'd love to see that. If there is behind the scenes of that, then I'd love to that watch it. That would be amazing. Um, so yeah, Del pretends to be ill, and then later on, to give this is to give what um to give an the counter worry. Ex- yeah, counter yeah. worry. But he, Rodney does not respond to it very well. And when Rodney goes out to the kitchen to do something, he calls him up. Uh, what does he say? Oh, ungra- um, Uncaring, unfeeling. Uncaring little git or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I could be laying here dying for all he knows. He just doesn't care. And then... Uh, There's a, it's a side story to this episode as well, that Raquel's parents are coming to stay. Yeah. Coming right, to yeah. have dinner. Have dinner, because they've only met... So Raquel, obviously, Raquel's met them. Yes. Um, they but they talk had a falling for, out. Yeah, they didn't talk for quite a few years, and... She went down there with Damien, yeah, and to visit them, and they'd have ne- they've never met Dell up to this point. No, so this is the first time meeting Dell and everyone else. Yes, so that's like there's there's like two or three stories kind of rolling with each other. They interact quite well. Yeah, um, yeah, in a weird way. It's like normally you have one storyline and a couple. Well, if the parents weren't there, nothing. The story wouldn't have carried on. No, but do you know what I, I do love? For example, if you watch EastEnders, you have the main story. Yeah. With three or four cast, then you have another story with other, and it, it jumps. They call it a B plot in a lot. Yeah, of these yeah. Things. So like the way it's done with this, it's Del and Rodney, they're the main, and everything else is happening on. Yeah. From them, so they are like the B plot, and then it's so well done. There's m- multiple plots going on, things that have to happen in a certain way for it to reach the conclusion it does. Yeah. Um. So Rodney's now trying to clear out the garage. Um. And just says he wants a, wants a chance. He, he wants them to get what they need finally. They wants the one chance to make the, all the family happy. Yeah. And then Dale goes, well, life isn't like that. If life was like a, um, a, lucky, a lucky dip, dip. he puts his hand in a box, pulls out a wristwatch. Oh, uh, sorry, a, a pocket watch. Pocket watch, and said, "This could be. This would be the luck. This this could be the thing that changes everything for us. Yeah. But it's not going to be." And he chucks it on the stove in a pot. Which I love. I love how they do that because it's literally the thing. That, that is the thing that changes it. Yeah. It's just and the. If you hadn't seen it before, you think to yourself, if if you throw something over of, out of screen, yeah, right, it's gone. It's gone. You you the camera doesn't it's sitting another the, thing in to this watch one, it. Land. They literally follow it to land in the pot. Yeah. So that why is that significant? You know. Well, for people who haven't seen it before, they they wouldn't think they think they would think it's like a bit odd for yeah, them to follow why it. Why is that important? Like, do you know what I mean? Normally, if you throw something, it, if you're watching a cartoon, something gets thrown out of screen. You don't very rarely ever it see it. Normally, makes again. like a crash noise, and that's it. But this was just hits the like lands on the frying pan, Ding. and then and that's it. And then Rodney gets stuck in the liquid Dell, which and which is great. I love this thing. That's my favourite scene. The Dell orchestrated the entire lift shutting down. Yeah. So one minute he was claustrophobic, but he don't like being. He's not claustrophobic, but he don't like being in the small spaces. Yeah. <laughs> no, you go. Dell, I didn't know you were claustrophobic. I'm not, but I just I don't like small spaces. <laughs> what still gets me is the fact that Dell uses the wrong French words. Yeah. Like he says au revoir when welcoming someone and bonjour when they're going away. Yeah. Um, he does another one. Something du pep. I can't think what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't speak French. I, sp- I speak a tiny amount of German. That's about it. Yeah. I've, I've heard. <laughs> well, I, can, I still yeah. know the swear words quite fluently. Have you noticed? No matter what language you learn, the swear words are the ones that always like stay in your mind. Yeah. Well, as a kid, when I was in senior school, that's what you picked up on really quickly yeah. the older years would, t- would swear at you occasionally or something and you learn it yeah. but saying that you can say a, a kind of offensive thing in Klingon I can oh yeah <laughs> yeah I can <laughs> go I'm not going I'm not go, going go to go for it. Uh, patach 
Yeah. Which I think is like um, scum or small or. Is it? I, I thought in Big Bang Theory they go puta and it's like crap or damn it or something. They could be quite right. Like I said, I know it's a bad word in Klingon. I'm not quite yeah. sure what it translates to. I'm not. I'm not that much of a nerd. I, I only know from that. So <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming in the way it's used, it's like oh crap or damn or something. <laughs> and and then the other one, Goatheads in light and everyone with a, the smooth forehead. I can't say that one. I know. I know. I can't say in Klingon. I know it's English. Um, the, the curse is basically your mother has a smooth forehead. You done it in the last pod. Did I? Yeah, you said it in Klingon. I must have had to look it up or something then oh, for I don't it. Know. Uh, um, yeah. It's well, like when you had me. Going? Oh, French language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens. Like, we lose way over. Like, <laughs> We're not even on any kind of track anymore. No, we've, we've, we've ventured off into the derailed. bush somewhere. <laughs> Right, coming away from that bush. Um, so yeah, Del with his phrases. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's the whole line of that thought is all crashing through my head. Yeah, um, he does that, doesn't he? He yeah. says the wrong thing. I think is it like to make himself sound posher. So may, yeah, but he never gets it right. No, no, I, I'm not even sure that still the thingy one he said was actually French at all. It could have been a random collection of letters. No, I have no idea. But um, I feel like that's. That's the thing that makes Del Boy, Del, Del Boy, like, yeah, and know. the hat and the cigars, yeah. Um, so later on in the episode, uh, James goes down because he leaves his car in the garage. Yep. Um, and he, and he sees the pocket watch. It's the going through the what he calls the Aladdin's cave. Yeah, wonders. which I love, by the way. It's such a great name for. And I never ever call it that in another episode. Which there, is weird. There was actually a place not far from here, uh, down near the Bethel place. Yeah. It's actually, there was actually called Aladdin's, Aladdin's Cave. They literally had, all he had in it was old wish, uh, old washers. Yeah. That's <laughs> weird. But yeah, uh, yeah, they walk, <laughs> the things they had left over they were trying to sell him was yeah, the... Yeah, um, Waddy Waddy LPs. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, a tyre for a car. And a, a false limb. Yeah, yeah. So Rodney <laughs> goes, if we found a one-legged Shiwaddy Waddy person who... Who turns up in a type of car yeah. was set. Do you know? So, do you recognise? So, they referenced that before. Um, it's in Mother Nature's Son, which is the one where they make the Peckham Spring water. Okay. And it's just water from a tap. Yeah. People um, love it, though, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. I don't know. It's the new fad, isn't it? And then obviously everyone jumps on the bandwagon. But um, everything is upstairs in Damien's room yeah. at that point. And, and Raquel wants it back in the garage. So she says, if you can find a bald, deep-sea diving whatever um, that love, has Bross LPs or something, and his name is Gary. And then they kind of do the same sort of thing in this one. Yeah. So I love how they, they use the same gag in a different way, but it's still in that sarcastic tone. Yeah. Um, but they, yes, they have the Raquel's father. Is it James, you said? James, yeah. James comes down after a disastrous dinner the previous night. I feel so sorry for Raquel. Because the way that people do it, she didn't know the gravy was mixed up. So she's thinking her food was terrible. Yeah. But then I feel like she she notices because she eats it. And then she's a bit like, oh. Like she pulls a bit of a weird face. So I think she knew. Um, <laughs> that line when they're in the, they're in the, in the uh, lift as well. Uh, Raquel can lie. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Ra you, uh, Raquel can uh, tell a lie, is it? The moment it comes out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. Um, but yeah, sorry, I've distracted us no, again. It's fine, it's fine. We've gone. Da uh, we're down at the garage with James, and he's talking about. Well, he sees the watch there, doesn't he? Yeah, and they are basically 
He wants them to find a receipt to prove that they own it. And he, uh, Delvoy never keeps the receipts. Which, yeah, given, never. He, given the fact that he has a bit of a dodgy business, it's not surprising. Which is great, because this goes all the way back to season one, in the very first episode, called, oh, Big, called Big Brother. Um, Rodney's sitting there doing accounts, and Del tells him to flush them all down, uh, throw them all down the chute, because they don't want to get caught. <laughs> so it's great to see what happened back. in season one. Now it's important now. Yeah. So all that time, Rodney was doing the right thing, even though Del thought it was the wrong thing. And Dell claims the fact that it was the right. Thing. He claims the fact that he always said to save the receipts. receipts. Yeah, which is which is the big brother thing. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he keeps. He, he says, "Wait a minute, sixteen years ago." That's when I started. Yeah, for you. I've got. Okay, he says, "No." Was, um, Dell tells him off for bragging or something, yeah, doesn't no, he? Uh, this is no time for this is your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that show? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that big red book. Uh, yeah. That'd that be interesting that to, yeah, I was glad that they're interesting to have that nowadays. Who would you have to do it? Trump? We'd want people to watch it. Uh, Trump? <laughs> um, You're obsessed with Trump at the moment. I don't know. Who would be good on that? This is your life. Like, if you could have someone. Michael Barrymore. It'd be interesting. It would. I, d- to, I don't know. I've I got mean, to say, it'd have to be someone with grey or white hair, wouldn't it? It'd have to be an elderly gentleman. I'd love David Jason to go on there, but I'm assuming you may have done already. It's quite possible. Um, oh, yes. I, his name's gone right out of my head. Who's the uh, David Attenborough? Oh, he's got a good voice. That definitely work. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, he could just host it himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the time it was just the host, wasn't it? Because they'd come out and they'd talk to them, and yeah, yeah, it'd be like more like an interview style. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, Where was that? Oh, so it says this is your life, and then. Then they they have to go to some yeah. Bruce well, he, he shows him the receipt first of all about the apparently a, a bowl, two jugs, and a, a pocket, pocket watch, watch inscribed with ha- ha- Harrison. 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 Yeah. They take it to uh, some of Sotheby's. Sotheby's. I think, I think it's think. Sotheby's. Yes. And then uh... <laughs> when they start off the um, the bidding at one hundred and fifty thousand, Dale just yeah. looks forward and then just falls backwards out of the screen. Perfect acting. Like yeah. I love when you can do like a fall like that. <laughs> yeah. Like. It's just because what would you do? Would you be like, I, I think I probably I probably grab my head and stumble to the side or something. Yeah, I I generally think I'd collapse. Like if someone said, oh, 150 fat, I'd be like, you what? You what? Probably mumble a few like, oh, just collapse on yourself. Yeah, And I just love the bit when they run back in again, and it goes four million. And then Rodney goes. <laughs> well, the, when even Delboy collapses, Rodney pulls him out around 130, 130 350 million. Uh, 350,000, yes. Yeah. Pulls him out. And that's where he ended up, at 350. No, they're still going. They go in. Three, uh, three and a quarter, four. Uh, so it's three and a quarter, four million. And Rodney's eyes just like, glaze over and he falls backwards. Yeah. And then you get arguably one of the funniest scenes of two men. Because it's not, they don't release the humour until after, do they? No, because it's just, which is perfect writing. This I is do, John Sullivan writing. I do love the fact that Rodney doesn't quite understand what Dell's asking for. So what did it go? For? So what did it go in? Oh, it's going to. So what was the final? No, what was the? What was the final uh, score? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going. To, it's uh, bought by an anonymous bidder. It's being given to the Greenwich Maritime Museum. Yeah. <laughs> that's standing in the country. Oh, that's good. He put like, Dell's eyes Rose, rolled, don't they? Yeah. yeah. How much did? What's the final score? How much did it go for? Oh, um, pull thing at pocket. Six point two million. About 
Yeah, 6.2 million. So that's just over... Three, uh, three million. I don't understand why he took so long to figure that out. I think it, because he was trying to realise, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, just when... When Dill goes, we've had worse days. <laughs> like, do you want to go? Or, do you want to go first, or should I? We could go together. Yeah, we could do that. Three, two, one. Yeah! <laughs> oh, you, you love the bit of that. Obviously, the car's shaking from side to side. It's just, I don't know. Like, it, it's just one of those things. It's they're excited. Yeah. And I, I think they're trying to understand and process that it's right. That, it's, that's how much they've got now. Like, they're millionaires. I don't think at that point they were capable of processing it. It's just pure joy. Ah. Like, I think it's... They're so... Imagine the emotion. Like, for all that time, they've had nothing. The, now, all of a sudden, they've got six million and they're set. Like, that's... Real, do you know what I mean? Calming, it's... Like, it's both terrifying and peaceful at the same time. Yeah. It's not something you can accurately express. I think it? that's just like a plethora of emotions. Just... It's a big old pot of them swirling around, and all you can do is yell and scream. And then you've got a Robin Reliant shaking. <laughs> but the thing that cracks me up, midwife, what is it says? Mid, mid, midwife on emergency call. Yeah. It's just... Very Dale Boy thing yeah, to do, yeah. to get out of having to pay. But the thing is, that car, that grubby little car sitting in front of Sotheby's. It's mad, isn't it? Um, yeah, and then basically we see them... Like they, I love how they do the montage of... Um, oh, wait, wait, they go back to the exit. No, best bit first, they go back to the car dealership. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they, yeah, I can't stand him, perfectly honest. They, um, you're right? Yeah, yeah. They start having a look at the Rolls Royce, and Royce has to. Is it Royce? Royce. Boise. Boise? Yeah, he comes through. Bring your family. I'm not going to do the voice, I can't. Bring your family down and have the picture taken in front of you, Dale. And he does that laugh as he walks yeah. off. <laughs> as closer as I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a broken microwave. And, yeah, I know, it's terrible. He, um, <laughs> Rod- Rodney says to Dell, you should buy one. Buy it for yourself. But R- Dell has had so many potential things good happen to him that he sees the bad things. For the first time, he's being cautious. Yeah. He was never cautious before. No. <laughs> he put his put his arms out. He, he put his, well, he went out on a limb for things. Yeah. But now he's got this money. He's, I don't want to risk it. Not until it's, not until it's set. Exactly, yeah. So Rodney goes, because he didn't want to be 70 grand in debt. So Rodney goes in this. He's like, why don't you go and sit in it for a little? I'll see how it feels. Walks in. And uh, I want to buy the rolls up there. Good one, Rodney. He starts to laugh. And, and he shows him basically the receipt. Yeah. And he's, uh, the laughter fades off. Yeah. Like, I, I really want him to cry or something. Just like look up and... Yeah. And um, Rodney gives the keys and then... Yeah, it's yours, it, mate. Then why? we get like the... Uh, I love the bit when I go into the leg's head and uh, they're talking to Mike. Like Mike's the first time seeing them kind of thing. Yeah. Like, they're different people. They're coming looking. They look up. They come in very well dressed, don't they? Compared, yeah. to, Rodney looks a lot better in those in his outfit than he normally does. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they get given the champagne on the on the house, <laughs> but Del pays. But you, you get, oh, here we go. So, Your joke. Anyway, I've, I've apologised for this, viewers and listeners and watchers and all that. But Rob has a very strong attachment to dad jokes. I just, it's put. This is the thing, right? Not not a joke, but this is what I love about writers like John Sullivan yeah. and stuff like that. You get the the important bit first, then you get a small amount of comedy, then you get serious again, and then it gives you that sense of emotion of like I love that. Then he puts the joke in. Yeah, it, it's not joke laugh done. Like he lets that joke right at the end. He builds the joke up. 
from nothing. Yeah. You know, and it goes, I'll have all your sandwiches. And you're thinking, oh, people get fed. I'll buy the sandwiches because you bought the rolls. <laughs> Meaning Rolls Royce. Yeah. But it's such a good play off that word. Brilliant. Like that writing, that to me is like, that's perfect writing. <laughs> um, not that he's got the dad joke, but just the way it's done. Yeah. We get to see like the up and down of what happens. No, no. So then we see the um, the video montage of them. Their new life. New life and stuff. Were they next door to each other? I think so, yeah. I don't know if I could be live next door to a sibling after winning that much money. I don't know. Um, yeah, so then they do that. Then they go back to their own cottage thing. And then they go back flat. to the flat. Yeah. They have their moment, and then they walk off into the sunset to try and talk about investments. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically that's that's it in a nutshell. Um, but what did you think? I liked it. I always do like this episode. Yeah. It's the episode where basically the dreams come true. They've yeah. got. I've never watched an episode after this one. Have you not? No, I won't do it. Um, I want them to have the happy ever after, not just... You need to watch. So if they can see us now, which is the next one, um, it's great. It's quite really funny. Strangers on Shore is really good. Sleepless in Peckham is the perfect way to mend it. Deck, you, if you left it on Time on Our Hands, that's it. But yeah. this is the aftermath of what happens. And the way it ends, it's like, again, beautiful writing. Like, you just can't fault it. Um, that, that that's my case. Like I just feel like, as only falls and losses got older, like throughout the series, the writing just become stronger. Like in the way it was done. Um, yeah. But yeah. But I mean, this is one of my favorite episodes. But this, that's the reason I like to leave it at this episode. Yeah. Because they've got the happy ever after. They've got everything they've ever wanted. Even though Dale does have an issue with that. He's, but I he's, can understand that. Yeah, I could understand it. I mean, if I won the lottery, I'd still want to. I'd go and get a job or something like, just to ground myself. I know it sounds weird, like not that we get it from that standpoint, but if you could finally have everything you ever wanted, what's when the, you've got it all, what's there to live? What's there to reach yeah, for? Yeah, it's like and Joe, there was something that Dell said that made me think of us doing this now, <laughs> and he says, "I love the grind, like the chase, the the burning sensation to keep pushing and keep yeah. pushing." I don't want to blow our trumpet because I, I hate people go, oh, you're really good on the pod. And I'm like, thanks, but we could be better. Like I always say, we're only as good as our next podcast. Yeah. Like I, I always look at it that way. No, that makes complete sense to me. But to think when we first started two years ago, that, that's weird to think <laughs> as it is. But when we first started two years ago, me and you were like, let's, let's just do a podcast and we'll see what happens. Two years later, and we have listeners in Russia. And, oh, no, and that's Japan. That's still... Really, and Japan? Like Japan and Russia. Wow. And like Tokyo. Like, it just blows my mind that we have listeners. Literally all around the world. All around. Like, and the thing as well is no matter what, like last month, like the last few months, I gr- we haven't just grown a small amount. We've grown in huge numbers. <laughs> and that's just from checking sound class statistics. I haven't checked nothing else over the Christmas period. And obviously, I don't know what they're going to be like, but to understand from Dell's standpoint of you finally push and you push and you push, then you get somewhere and you need that. You need to chase. Yeah. That's why as they're walking off into the sunset, he's trying to convince Rodney to become to an invest. invest. You know, and I always look at it as like, oh, like we could invest. Like we can, again, I was saying earlier, but we need new equipment and stuff. Yeah. 
but that's for us to keep chasing the thing. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I understand again from his standpoint. With podcasting, there is no upper limit. You keep going. Yeah. And the the goal the goal is always to reach the next level, and then there to reach the next to keep pulling yourself higher think, and higher. I mean, I think the good thing is. I mean, I may be wrong. People that have other podcasts tell us. Like, I don't know. I mean, there are podcast awards and stuff. If we was so, this is this is what really like. If anyone's like asking these questions, imagine if your podcast was that big. I can't imagine my podcast being as big as it is now. Like, <laughs> when we first started, it was like we do a few episodes, see how it goes. I was expecting it to fade off after a little while, to yeah. be honest. But we carried it on, and we've, like you said, Russia. Russia, America, Iran, like Iran, Iran, Blast Russia, in like where? Do you know what I mean? How? It, I, I have no idea. And that's what blows my mind. Like I just don't understand. Someone, has, someone in Russia has actually gone ahead and looked us up to listen to our podcast. Yeah, I mean, whether or not they can understand us is another story. But the fact that we have that listener from there, yeah, it, it's just because <laughs> I remember when we first done the first, we on the very first episode. We sent a link to a couple of people and stuff like that. Is like, give it a listen. Yeah. Our views weren't as high. Grant, like, that wasn't going to be, they weren't going to be massive. Right? So when we got, like, 30, 40 plays, I was like, oh, we got 30, 40 plays. We got 100 plays. It was like, oh, we got oh amazing. Plays. Wow. And they were, like, consistently at 300 plays per episode. And, like, last month, we dropped four. <laughs> and that was, and, I mean, that 300 was at one point. We're above that now. Like, Every time, it just blows my mind. So I understand he's trying to chase a chase. Yeah, you know. But as I was saying, like, if someone went to me, oh, you could be nominated for a podcast award. If we did, amazing. But to me, it just blows my mind that people think we're good enough to be there. <laughs> yeah. Like, just to be, like, nominated would be amazing. Not saying that we need to be, because no. that's not why we started it. We started it so we had a reason to just talk about films. Yeah. Like, that was it. I didn't expect it to be where it is. No, it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's right, but we're still riding it. Yeah, and that's the thing. And sometimes I'm like, I mean, there's been times when I have called you or you've called me and I'm like, I'm not feeling this. No. And then we're like, oh. we've actually we've been here before, haven't we? We've yeah. either you've, the podcast I've been here, and we've just thought we just watch a movie just to enjoy it. We're not in the we're not in the right headspace to do a podcast for people. Yeah, and so I've heard some of the ones that we've done played back, and I'm like. We were in a rut. Yeah, we're in a low place at that point with some of them. Yeah, and if the listeners have heard it, they they know us well enough. Great, like I understand they get it, but that shows that we're still doing it, and it's not a case of we need it for this. It's like when we got sponsored by Rogue Energy, I was like, where where did this come from? Like, <laughs> did they contact you then? So we had to send an email to them, and then we got sent back one back and stuff like that. So it was a bit of back and forward. You know, just to think, like, last year, I was like, oh, like, it'd be great for us to get sponsored. And at the beginning of this year, we're now sponsored by Rogue <laughs> it, It's just, you know, so that blows my mind. So, and that's, It just seems how, impossible in a way, doesn't yeah, it? So imagine how we feel about things like that. Imagine how they felt when they won, like, 6.2 million. Immense. Like, it's... Sorry about that, I was yawning at the same time then. You know what I mean? I know it's not compound, like, you can't compare. Pairing, no, but, but in the base, in the in its base level, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that just blows my mind. Um, but yeah, is there anything that you would? I wouldn't say want to change, but is there anything that you would have liked to have seen extra 
or something taken away. Well, like we said before, I'd like to see, as you know, sometimes, well, it's quite common nowadays for programs to have outcuts at the end of it or at the end yeah. of a movie. I'd like to have seen the outtakes of their, the scenes where they're falling over. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Just to see that Del Boy goes down and Rodney just can't hold it. He's cracks up with people laughing around him because of Del's just complete ball. Do you know what? I, th I think as well, that, that scene would be really hard. Not for the fact of falling back because of all crash backs and stuff, right? But let's say, for example, David Jason had gone over, Nicholas Nintendo was standing there, right? Yeah. Now, fine. The only person that really needs to act there, David Jason to go back. When he's out of shot, if he wanted to laugh, he could laugh, right? Nicholas Lindhurst has got to do the hardest part. If it was just them. But they're not just surrounded by just those two. They've got a whole entire group of like group of extras. Yeah. So if one person laughed, that's a whole new retake. Well, we did we did see a uh, little Damien look at the camera during the dinner, but yeah, he looked yeah. to the side. Um, Which is a kid actor, so yeah, you expect no, it. You, you know. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, see it, maybe seeing the uh, outtake of that at the end of the day. But I reckon there's going to be footage somewhere of them too. Uh, like the outtakes of that. Can you imagine how disappointed it was if they did it in one take? I was like, oh. That'd be so good, though. Just Oh, they're good actors. There's no doubt about oh, that. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, I mean, David, da David Jason has been in so much. Yeah. And he's still going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't say he passed away. I just said he's but, been in a lot. But, you know, but to me, I don't even know how old he is. It's late 70s, early 80s, maybe. Either way, he's still he acting, be, so yeah. he's brilliant. And he's still the same. Like he's not changed. No, no, <laughs> he's, he's great. <laughs> no, his attitude and his his way he speaks is very Peckham. It's very. I don't, don't know yeah. what that was, but. Um, but yeah, but no, I, I I think it was the best choice. Like I said there was a couple that we could have done, but thinking about it, this is. I think this is the one where you see like the roller coaster of. The highest and lowest reach their highest and lowest points in a way. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, maybe I mean, not the lowest because they don't really lose anything yet. Yeah, um, but you see, you see, character change and growth. Well, with Dell, you actually see his inner self at the end, don't you? When he's talking about all that he's they've struggled and survived. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good through. point. Like all this time, Dell's been the, the happy-go-lucky bandy one and all that. And in this, you see his vulnerable side finally. Yeah, you see him near like, tears. I think. He's overwhelmed. Yeah. Like he doesn't know. Well, anyone to... would be if they've won that yeah. much money. So he finally got what he wanted and he said, it's not what he expected. No. So like he feels overwhelmed, but disappointed okay. because it's not how we wanted it to be. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'd, I'd say probably this is the best one because you get to see them win their, them have their moment. The moment they've, they've struggled for them. For years, like yeah. 16 years, you know, so for them to have that moment, in 16 years was great you know to finally get to that point and then it's like oh because i think the moment it hits him is when he's playing uh paul yeah which and i love when he's just because he's used to if he's playing paul he's always been in like the nag's head with people around him yeah now he's playing on a massive table by himself he just puts it down and walks out the room the thing is everyone's had a moment like that not that moment no. but for example like i have done something or we've gone to record and i'm just i put the mic back down and like there's nothing there yeah like you have to be in the right headspace to do what you're and doing it just wasn't no you know and it's here and talk about it for once <laughs> but then even that was when they finally go to leave and then uncle Albert walks out the, <laughs> the bedroom. think about to say that it's like oh, about the, they all took, first of all it's uh dale talking basically to his memories in yeah, there yeah which which is great i love hearing his mum's voice yeah which i don't 
recall us hearing before. Uh, like I said, I, last time I was, like, this was many years ago. Because I remember the show starts and his mum's passed, and they never do a, a flashback. No. But they do show his dad and granddad do mm. the talk bit. I think it's quite funny that, um, as they get, <laughs> first of all, it's Rodney that makes, that surprises him. Yeah. Dale. And then as Dale walks past the room, Granddad just, not Granddad, Uncle Albert just yeah. pops out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Dale grabs his chest. But then that's something as well that just hit me. The very first time Uncle Albert is just them two and Uncle Albert in the flat. Yeah. Uncle Albert scares the crap out of Dale. So it's, he hits back on the first time. Isn't it, he's in the toilet or something? Yeah, so he passes out on one of the, one of the beds. This is after the funeral of Granddad. Of Granddad, yeah. So season three. So yeah, I never noticed that before. How, how cool is that? <laughs> but this, they, I think I remember that episode actually because they're standing there. The toilet goes. Okay, Dell thinks one, Rodney's in the toilet. Yeah, he goes one short. Uh, no, no, they're both outside, in the, in the front room talking. And he goes, "Well, if we're here, someone's flushing our toilet." <laughs> and then he picks up a champagne bottle or something, and he goes, "The idea is to do one short one and then a quick one." <laughs> um, but yeah, I never thought about that before. So that it ties in that same again. moment. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. It's so good, like the right, the writing, and you know, I mean, that may have been unintentional. If it was, it was very good, well done. Yeah, you know, but if that wasn't, and that was a, like a little, like throw to that, then that's that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't seen it, well, I mean, you can watch this episode, but if you want to watch the struggle, and you have to start from season one to see and, the struggle. Yeah, like from one upwards uh, is great. Um, I mean, this is a series. The good thing as well, this is one of these series. When you've seen it once or twice, you can put it on at any time of the day and you know what's going on. You know yeah. who's who and all that sort of stuff, which is good. Do you well, know what I mean? Well, it's like you point out the episode about when the first int- was introduced and I was able to pick it up even though I haven't seen that in it's, over 15 years. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's so easy to do that. Um, but yeah, I reckon this was probably the best choice uh, to do. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right, so that's a... That Only Fools and Horses done. Um, if you want us to do another one of Only Fools and Horses, drop in the comments of what one you'd like. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and then we'll give it a few months and then maybe we'll, we'll return to the uh, Peckham, um, which would be great. I mean, we still need to return back to Starbuck. Peckham too. Although, you don't like Starbuck. You prefer it on Red Dwarf. I, I do prefer Red Dwarf. But when the, in some of the episodes when they use Starbuck, they have this like the little knack, don't they? Tell like, they count as some anomaly, and it's suddenly as big as Red Dwarf on the inside, so they can literally just do the whole same thing again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we do need to return back to Starbuck at some point. Now we've got to return back to Peckham at some point. Yep. But what we do want is you to load in the comments, just tell us old TV shows, like things that you cast as retro, or what we say is from 2000 back, you know, because now it is literally 20 years ago. So Don't do that. <laughs> Um, so anything that you've enjoyed TV shows or I mean if it's a film we'll do it well, I'm more than happy to do it yeah but, we'll, we'll take film and TV ideas but TV for the uh, vintage yeah. podcast and if you wanted us to do a film we'll do it but we'll do it as a special episode we'll do a as you're untitled vintage yeah but we'll whack it on the normal podcast yeah so there's Makes a couple sense. ways you can do it yeah so if you do want to support us then you can buy our merch um, if you want to get 10% off on Rogue Energy then um, just click the link below. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything's linked below. Just give us a follow, give us a like. Um, you'll see updates more on anything on there. Um, and me and Chris have got some new stuff coming out soon um, on the As Yet Untold and FRM Instagram. Yep. Um, 
Yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's everything. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, go and find us. Um, if you liked it, share us. If you didn't like it, share us still. Still share us, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, and we'll probably leave. We've got a couple of ideas. We've got like a box full of ideas of next episodes. But if we get one that you've put in the comments and we're like, ah, it's a great one, then we'll do that and we'll yep. give you a shout out. So That's there's always yes. a chance of you getting mentioned on the pod. Um, isn't it right? Yes. Yeah. All right, so that's it. So I've been Rob. I've been Chris. See you later. Bye.